Hello and welcome to Writing the Coast. I'm your host, Megan Cole. And Writing the Coast is the official podcast of the BC and Yukon Book Prizes. It's your destination for conversations with the authors and illustrators whose books are nominated for our annual prizes. For this week, we're doing something a bit different. We're taking a break from our shortlisted authors for an interview with Shalene Knight. If you're not familiar with Shalene, let me take a minute to introduce you to the amazingness that she is. Shalene is the author of books such as Braided Skin and Dear Current Occupant. She's also a literary agent with Transatlantic Agency, and she is the CEO and founder of her own literary studio, Breathing Space Creative Studio. That is a very abridged bio for Shalene because basically I'm leaving out things like she's an amazing teacher, mentor, and so much more. I talked to Shalene for the podcast because this year the BC and Yukon Book Prizes partnered with Breathing Space Creative Studio to develop services and experiences for our shortlisted authors. We're really excited about this partnership. But instead of me going on and on about it, why don't I jump to my conversation with Shalene, where she'll talk more about Breathing Space Creative and what our collaboration will look like for authors and illustrators. So maybe just to start off, can you talk a little bit about how you define author care and why it's so important? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, speaking as an author, Author care is really just having a set of tools or supports that the author can draw on when needed. So I think one thing that we we kind of think when we when we think of author care, we think of putting together a whole bunch of things for the author right away. But oftentimes you have no idea what you need until you get into a situation where you need to dig into your toolkit. And often I find that especially with new new authors or new writers, they don't have a lot of support. So they're kind of thrust into an industry not knowing what to expect. And I think that's the scariest situation. So author care is really for me, just knowing somebody's on the other side, willing to hand them a hammer, hand them a wrench, hand them a whatever they might need to fix uh, the problem. What are some of those tools that you've kind of identified that authors need? Yeah, I think the biggest one right now is event debriefs or pep talks, especially with COVID and having to pivot and do a lot of this virtual promotion and virtual events. uh, I think that folks are really uncomfortable. Some folks are really uncomfortable with, you know, being in front of the camera knowing what to say, what not to say, how to how to exist in front of a camera. So I think just supporting folks and kind of running through scenarios uh, and sharing experiences is huge. So as an author myself, of course, I have a whole basket full of scenarios that I can kind of share with authors and say, here's something that I, I went through and here's what I did to navigate my way through it or around it. Or here's what I did And here's how and why it didn't work at all and what I learned from that experience too. So I think, you know, we've got wonderful supports already through publicists and publishers and editors. We have all of that. 
But I think having someone who can really focus on the nitty gritty of, of um, some of these issues that pop up, I think that's what the industry needs more of. Not just me, more people uh, dedicating their time to this work. So you identified some of these things as an author and how did you then translate that into creating Breathing Space Creative? Another good question. Oh my gosh. I think the idea came to me almost like a joke, kind of like, well, what would happen if we had a group of people who just worked on care in the industry? Like, what would that look like? And then I sat with that for a minute. I'm like, that's what I love to do. I love talking with new writers and authors about, you know, everything they're going through and trying to brainstorm solutions for them. I'm like, I can do that. Sure. So I kind of sat down with um, a brand consultant and we just did some visioning, uh, some dream boarding. Um, and she was really, really great because she's not in the publishing world at all. And so everything that I was saying, she was writing down and she kind of put together uh, a word list, which I love. Uh, and she just kind of pointed out all the words that I kept repeating, like resilience and strength and breathing room and space and all of that. And that's how we came up with uh, Breathing Space Creative. But the idea behind it and what we were going to do, we've been really working on for the past year. So we're going to do some reimagining uh, into 2021 and make things a little bit more accessible for folks. How have you seen it change in like, it's been a year since you launched the, right. the studio. Yeah. So how has it evolved from what you saw it as when you sat down with that brand consultant to today? Well, I think it's grown quite a bit. I think initially folks were a little bit confused. <laughs> what is this thing? Like, what are you launching? And I'm like, well, let me try to figure that out. So I think the first year was really a lot of self-discovery as well. But what's changed is that we see that there, there is a need to provide supports for super, super emerging writers. So folks with their very first book, so just kind of buddying them up with somebody. That's what we found was, was really helpful and really needed. And then also asking, like slowing down and asking authors what it is they need and forcing them to really think about that. And then also opening uh, the floodgates for conversation. So one thing that's really grown and blossomed is that comfort level to slow down and say, hey, wait a minute, I don't know how to use track changes, or I don't know how to answer questions that haven't been given to me in advance. I don't know how to, you know, situate myself on stage. I don't know how to position myself. So all these little things that people are afraid to bring up, I find that now we're talking about them. And we're, we're sharing experiences that kind of blossom into bigger, larger scenarios. So I think that's where the growth of, of breathing space really started to, to open up. And I started to think, well, I want to be able to reach more authors and work with more authors. So that's why I have to go back and do some reimagining. Like, how can I be able to work with a room full of authors versus just, you know, one-on-one -on -one or two authors? So we're looking at uh, doing some reworking around that. And what's the response been from authors so far in the last year? Yeah, I think the response is great. Uh, some of the responses are things like, ooh, where, where was this five years ago? Or I could have used you and, you know, such and such happened, you know? So I think it's almost that reflective uh, idea where we knew 
that we needed something like this. It just wasn't there. And my hope really is that other folks will kind of latch onto this idea and there'll be more than just uh, breathing space creative. You know, other folks will try to put something together because I think it's a, it's a really needed and necessary uh, service. Like it's a really, I think, and I think, you know, only a few people really can do that work of, of, communicating and 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 providing care for folks in a way that's intentional and mindful and and helpful so yeah the feedback has been really really lovely and i'm looking forward to you know working with other other publishers and just coming up with more ideas for fun stuff that we can do yeah maybe you can talk a little bit like how does the author care piece fit with the author and publisher relationship Right. I think that was the biggest question that I had to address right away. Uh, when trying to pitch publishers, the first response was, oh, we already communicate with our authors. We already provide care. And I just wanted to kind of, you know, cleanse the palate and say, you know, we're not here to remove any of that. We're just here to come in and amplify it. So everything that you're already doing around care, we're just going to slow it down and provide even more of it. So really it's to kind of alleviate more pressure and stress from the publisher and say, okay, now you can focus on your production schedule. And if the author wants to set up a time to talk and go through an interview or talk about an event they have coming up, you have Breathing Space Creative to come in and do that intentional care work while the production schedule does not stop. Especially for small presses where you might have a team of two people or three people or you know four people max. And if that person is tied up talking to all the authors, what happens to the books, yeah. right? So I think, you know, it's not something that I've, I've pitched to the bigger publishers, just working with the smaller independent presses has been what we've been, what we've been doing. Yeah. And so you're collaborating, collaborating now with the BC and Yukon Book Prizes. And what does that collaboration look like? It's fantastic. I'm loving it. What we've proposed is a series of care webinars that we offer to all the finalists. Uh, and we're gonna talk about things like how to promote your book. You know, as an author, I know what I've been doing to push, you know, my book even two years after it's been out. I still wanna promote that book. So just sharing tips and resources, uh, talking about concerns and fears about uh, being in virtual events. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that and how to bring back that intimate experience of being in the room with a group of people. Ah, we're gonna talk about social media, how to navigate some of that and set yourself up for successful engagement. Um, we're looking at building a couple of tip sheets as well that authors can use. So the goal is to provide care and resources that they can take and use outside of just the BC and Yukon Book Prize events. They can take that and utilize the tips and tools uh, in the future. And then we're offering one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions with all the authors. So anyone who wants to book a call can, can book a call with me or with Nav Negra, who's one of the Breathing Space Care Consultants. And we'll just talk through anything that the authors have on their mind. It doesn't even have to be related to events. It could just be, hey, I'm working on a new project. What do you think of this idea? Like yeah. We'll literally listen to anything and help with anything that they have on their mind. So you've kind of started working with some of the authors, the shortlisted authors. What's the feedback been around the collaboration so far? I think so far it's been really positive. Like just reading through 
some of the feedback in the questionnaires, folks are really excited that something like this exists. And I think one of the, the biggest, I guess, bits of relief or release of anxiety, you know, is that someone is there. So whether or not folks attend the webinars, whether or not they take us up on the offer to have the one-on-one -on -one session, they know that there is somebody uh, there that they can go to if something does arise. So I think that comfort level uh, is there. And I know um, if I know that I have somebody who I can run to after an event and just debrief, I feel like I'm going to give more of myself as an author and I'm going to give the best of myself knowing that, okay, even if this doesn't go as planned, I gave it my all and I have someone who I can run through things with after. And so for organization, organizations like the BC and Yukon Book Prizes, um, what are some best, best practices that you recommend uh, in the work that we do with authors in the future? Yes, fabulous question. I think all around communication is key. So letting folks know early on what your plans are, what's going to be happening in the future, what their options are, like what, what bits of, of promotion will be optional, and also how can they participate so they can begin to plan. So I think going forward, communication uh, is definitely key and, and being very transparent about how you will utilize uh, their information. That's a big one for me. I know, especially with recordings, I would wanna know you know, what's going to happen with this? When will it be available? For how long will it be available? Uh, especially for video, I would like to know uh, what, how my, my video will be uh, used. So just being, I think, clear, concise, transparent, communication, and of course, excitement. We want these authors to feel on top of the world as they should. You know, it's a, an incredible privilege to be long-listed, short-listed, a finalist, you know, included in in these big discussions. So I think that's, those are some of the big things. And then also being there if folks have questions about how the prizes work, I think that would be a really great resource is to say, hey, we're having a round table if folks are interested in, in how your name came to be, like how you became a finalist. Like for me, that's fascinating because I think so many prizes operate in very, very different ways. I think knowing uh, what the, the steps are to get there would be interesting for some authors. Yeah, for sure. And as an author, you've kind of lived through this on the other side. What are some of the big lessons you've learned being an author on panels, doing some of this online stuff over the last few months? What tips would you recommend? I have so many from like super small tips to the big picture stuff. I'll start with the small stuff. If you're doing an event, just be comfortable, wear something you're comfortable in. Uh, I, I'll never forget this one time where I thought I needed to be a super professional. I had my high heels. I had a wonderful outfit that looked great, but I could not sit down. It was the most uncomfortable situation. And so I wasn't myself. So I think just making yourself super comfortable, giving yourself the tools that you have um, in front of you and making sure that you're bringing those to your events uh, and preparing yourself that way. And also being honest about your boundaries and capabilities. That's a big, big biggie. I think um, looking back, uh, wearing my author hat, sometimes I let myself dive into situations that I was really uncomfortable with. 
the questions that were being asked to me uh, were really uncomfortable. Um, the responses of my panelists were also really uncomfortable. And I didn't do a lot about that, you know, having it be my very first or a couple of, uh, f a few of my first events, I didn't know how to navigate that. So now I say, hey, here's my list of what I'm willing to talk about. I'd like to not touch on these items here, and maybe we could focus the interview on this, right? So I think uh, that comes in time and, and being comfortable with that, but that's the best uh, way to set yourself up, I think, just knowing what, what you need and, and what you're comfortable with. Thanks so much to Shaleen for being on the podcast. And thanks, as always, to you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in. If you'd like to find out more about the BC and Yukon Book Prizes, be sure to visit our website, bcyukonbookprizes.com. You'll also find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coming up next week on the podcast, we're back to our shortlisted authors, and you'll hear my conversation with Eldon Yellowhorn, author of the book, What the Eagle Sees, Indigenous Stories of Rebellion and Renewal, which is nominated for the Sheila A. Egoff Children's Literature Prize. Thanks for listening to Writing the Coast.